Yes, people, it is day three of the BFI London Film Festival, and today we've got a couple of films for you. Um, one of them, I think, actually was played in the festival of Wednesday along with Mangrove, but it's released today in cinemas. So, uh, the, the, you know what I mean? It gets uh, it gets included, all right. But um, yeah, sit back and enjoy, people. Okay, so just watch Natalie Eric James's feature debut, Relic. Ah, man. So um, this has got a lot of talent. You know, involved in it. It was produced by Jake Gillenhall, Reva Marker, Anna McLeish, and Sarah Shaw. I believe the Russo brothers are executive producers on it. It was co-written by James and Christian White. It, the film stars um, Emily Mortimer as Kay. Robin Nevin as Edna, her mother, and Bella Heathcote as Sam, Kay's daughter. We've also got Jamie Stanford, who is Alex, and Chris Bunton, who's Jamie. They're Edna's neighbours, and Steve Rogers as Constable Mike Adler. Alright, so the gist of the film is... uh, You know, it's this. After receiving word that her elderly mother has gone missing, Kay and her daughter Sam return to their family home in the hope of uncovering clues to Edna's disappearance. But as Kay searches the dilapidated house she left many years before, her mother mysteriously reappears, seemingly unable, or perhaps unwilling to offer any explanation as to where she has been. As tensions grow between Kay and her daughter, Edna's behaviour becomes increasingly erratic and volatile, causing fears that something more insidious might be at play. So, um, yeah, that is the film. It's interesting, right? So, it starts off, you get this weird kind of um, lights and visuals. Then we kind of see like a Christmas trees with lights on, two Christmas trees with lights on, and a woman standing in front. She may or may not have clothes on. You don't know. Right? So that's it. And you kind of get the uh, feeling the woman is old. So then we have, you know, a car going. And um, we have Kay and Sam in the car. And we're listening to a voice message from Constable Matt Adler telling them that their mother has gone missing. And, uh, yeah, so we get the sense that 
there might be something between Kay and Sam, but it's nothing that's really addressed, you know? Uh, so they get to that house, can't get in, right? Sam goes through the dog door, opens it up, but yeah, that house is, it's dirty, there's rotting fruit in the bowl, it's a mess, and they can't find Edna anywhere, so yeah, it's really kind of setting this scene of something has gone on, you know, this weirdness has happened, and no one seems to know what, right, we got this music playing, um, you know, in the background at times, trying to ramp up the tension in the scenes, and all of that, which is fine, I did think it was maybe a little bit too heavy, in places, you know, um, I think it's a day or maybe two days later, Edna suddenly appears, but no explanations, and so this is when everything kind of goes crazy, now, they do get the doctor in to look at her, but, I don't know, it's a weird one, because you're kind of, there's things that you think, wait, surely the doctor should have done, but doesn't do, and there doesn't seem to be any reason why, you know what I mean, like, there's things in the film that aren't necessarily explained, or you'd probably say situations that occur that don't get explored, but, yeah, it's hard to really gauge why that happened, why that all took place, there's definitely a lot of tension here, you know, I think James does a really good job at doing that, at building the tension, you know, I jumped for sure uh, a good few times, you know, so uh, yeah, that happened, (laughs) and I'd say like the acting was good, the acting was really good, Uh, you know, I think, oh, you know, Robin Niven did a really good job as Edna, because you did get, I think you did get the impression of that fog, you know what I mean, of, like, doing something, but then going a 180, and not realising what just went on, because essentially this film is an allegory for dementia, right, it's old age, it's dementia, it's that losing the ability to control what's happening to you, you know, that's kind of what the film is speaking on, it does, like, it uses a lot of darkness, right, there's uh, so many scenes in the dark, which made it difficult, now, that me look, this may be just for me, right, 
if your site is better, probably, you know, you might not have issues here. But there is a lot of visual clues in the film, right? It's kind of pointing certain things out and pointing you directions by things that you will see on the screen. So the fact that it was dark did make that, you know, very difficult. But it also threw up the questions of, why the fuck is it so dark? You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of like, you're in a house. Why is it so dark? And surely you turn up, like you'd go and get, like, I don't know, torches or or something. You, you'd try and make it light. Especially if you're meant to be cleaning up. You know, so that was... I didn't quite get that. I didn't... That kind of baffled me a little bit, to be honest with you. But then you've got stuff that's happening... Like, as I said, with the whole relationship between Kay and Sam. Like, there's things that happen in the film that kind of play on this, but when you don't really know what that relationship is, it does, I think it takes a little bit out of some of the scenes, like some of the incidents, you know what I mean, because, yeah, Sam, Sam's a bit of an arsehole at the beginning, ain't gonna lie, you know, she, she seems to want to outplay Kay, Right, and you notice that when Edna reappears and the different ways in which they greet her and treat her. And then Sam does some other underhanded stuff. But when you, yeah, you don't really know what their backgrounds are. So you can only really, you know... Get it in certain ways, you know, read it in a certain, you know, vibe, right? Because we we find out that Sam's doesn't have, you know, an actual job right now. So that kind, you kind of feel that might be playing into some of the things that then go on. But it's hard to tell, you know? It's hard to tell. And you can make assumptions. But. You know what they say about those right. Yeah. They might not always be right. Uh, So yeah. I think that's. That is a. I think a big thing for me in the film. Just these little things. We also then have. Like the neighbours. Right, Alex and James. I don't really, um, yeah, I'm a little bit baffled. So, Jamie, even, I'm a little bit baffled about that situation. But you get the impression that they're friends. You know, Sam knows Jamie, you know, knows Alex. So, you kind of think, Wait, hold on. 
why didn't you contact, you know, Sam and Kay? Why didn't you call them? Right? Uh, because there's certain things that happen and you just... Yeah, it's a bit weird that that didn't happen. Now, an easy way around it could have been like, oh, tried to call you, but it said your phone's not working. And you're like, oh, I changed my number. Yeah, but something, because the way it is, it's just like, wait, why wouldn't they inform them? Why wouldn't they tell them? That's weird. Right, and there are a few kind of things like that that do occur, and it's just like, wait, you're just gonna let that happen? That's like, why would you just let that happen? That makes no sense. That is baffling. So yeah, I think, hmm, it's. It's an interesting film, right? And I think it's an interesting way of looking at this aging process. Because it's going to happen to everyone, right? And it's just how we all mitigate it. So I, I did like that. I liked the approach. The only thing was the execution in places. Yeah, I could. I just thought it it could have. It could have worked a little bit better, you know, because we also have this situation of one minute they can carry Edna, the next minute they can't. You know, and you're just like, wait, hmm, what is happening here? You're like, what's happening? Because I understand, yo, you're you're trying to give the sense of a certain thing, but you read, it's got to make sense in another way. Right, and the rules are constantly changing in that respect, right? So, yeah, it just becomes a little problematic. And uh, the end, the end was a problem because again, it's dark. Like the the well, I'd probably say the last third of the film is kind of in darkness. So, yeah, there's a lot that could be missed here. And especially at the very end, there's a thing going on with hair. And, yeah, you're just like, wait, what are you doing? Because you just couldn't really see. So, I just felt the impact of that was just lost a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, the last image we get is meant to be showing, I guess, the aging process. You know, that cycle, the journey. But, yeah, it's a little bit watered down because, you know, the viewing is compromised. 
you know, and that's a shame, that's a real shame, because, you know, there's a lot happening in the film, there's a lot of elements that work really well, and, yeah, as I said, look, do this thing of building this tension, right, so the tension is getting built, you know, you're on the edge of your seat, you're wondering what's going to happen, how they're going to resolve all of this stuff, but then when it gets to these big important moments, they're in the dark, and you can't see them, (sighs) but yes, listen, it might just be me, (laughs) you know, it might be a case of, if your sight is bad, you can't watch this film, I don't know, or or maybe view it with audio description people, but yeah, if you like a psychological thriller, if you like something that's not quite what it seems, then Relic could be for you, you know, so um, yeah, give it a whirl, you know, check it out. I think a lot of these, I do believe a lot of these things are sticking around on iPlayer for a period of time, right? A number of days, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, if you get the chance, maybe give it a look, okay? For a feature debut, James does a real good job. You know, so there you go, people. Relic. Alright, I'm gonna be honest with you people The film I checked out today I didn't know how to pronounce I thought it was um, I don't even know Like Yeah, I was baffled by the name Right, I, I think I was In my head it was like Calajanero Right Calajanero Like Calabazoo And then I'm, <laughs> the film starts and then suddenly it came to me, Kajillionaire. It's called Kajillionaire. That's how you pronounce that friggin' word. Like, I've not seen the word written down. So, yeah, you know, there it is. There it is. But, right, the odd title does not define the film. Well, I mean, it does. The film is odd. The film is odd. <laughs> but there is more to the oddness, okay? So uh, this is from um, Miranda July, right? Who also wrote the film. It's produced by Dade Gardner, Jeremy Kleiner, and Yuri Henley. Um, the music is Emily Moseria, and the cinematography is Sebastian winter and it's got a good cast right so we have got Richard Jenkins man Richard Jenkins you know he plays Robert Dine and Deborah Winger yes people she plays his wife Teresa Dine and then you've got Evan Rachel Wood you know she's old Dolio Dine Yes, the name is odd. <laughs> we then have um, ah, a fantastic Gina Rodriguez as Melanie Whitkire. Uh, Mark Ivanir 
as Stovak Mann. Uh, Rachel Redleaf as Kelly Medford. Divine Joy Randolph as Jenny. Uh, Diana Maria Riva as Farida. Adam Bartley as a hot tub salesman. It's a fun cast. It's a fun cast. And the gist of the film is this. Old Dolio and her parents, Robert and Teresa, are a trio of small-time hustlers who live in an abandoned, decrepit LA office block. Spectacularly dysfunctional as parents, the couple have tried to spare their daughter the mediocrity of conventional life by treating her as an adult companion. Seeing Ordinary parental affection as infantizing. But this has left her starved for tenderness. So when the family meet Melanie during an elaborate scam involving lost, lost luggage, old Dolio's heart is stirred. Right, this is... It's a very peculiar film. It really is. And you watch it. You know, like we start off at a bus stop, right? We start off at a bus stop. And we're kind of, we see them like talking and scamming. Like they go to a, well, no. (laughs) It is because... You know, Odolio, they're at the bus stop, you know, they're talking and scamming, as I said. And then, you know, because they're counting down and you're like, wait, what's like, what's going on? You know, they're trying to look conspicuous. And then she's, you know, runs around the corner, gets down on the ground, like these weird kind of moves and then runs in through the doors. And we see her, yeah, do this whole postal thing, right, and then they're kind of looking at situations, trying to calculate money, and we're like, oh, okay, they're little, you know, small-time bandits, you know, hustlers, and yeah, they're going through pulling off these weird scams, like they, they're living, you know, in... You know, just a place that you're just like, how is someone living in this place, man? You know, it leaks. It's weird. Right? It's weird. And you think the film is just going to be, you know, this kind of scam kind of thing. Maybe a little bit like Matchstick Men, right? But it's not until we get this massage scene... That we get an inclination, 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 even of something else, right? There's something else because you know, up until this point, you've seen this kind of odd disconnect. You know, they don't really act like a family, especially parents and a daughter, definitely not that, right? So, then this massage, and you're like. 
Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Then, you know, I think it really hits home at a, another scam. <laughs> a, uh, I think it's like an antenatal kind of workshop kind of thing. Then we really get the understanding of, well, I guess it would be nature and nurture, right? That kind of thinking. But as you can see that old Dolio, yeah, she just doesn't understand. She can't relate to certain things. And we're like, oh, right. Then you, you like you're you're seeing you know onwards just these this weird interaction, right? This weird interaction between them all, which hey, I have to say it is fantastic the way it's captured, right? The way we're seeing all of this and just like the movements and everything like that. It really brings this situation to life, right? Because, yeah, they walk in a way that's aloof. You know, you, we've got the parents and then you've got Dolio, right? They're walking like that. It's this kind of isolationist bubble, this separation and you see it in the body language. We see it perfectly in the expressions. Rachel Evan Wood is tremendous. She sells this role so well. And so does Jenkins and, um, um, gosh, what's her name? The Winger. Oh my gosh. Man, <laughs> but yes, they, they, they sell all of this perfectly, we really get a sense of everything, and so, you know, Odolio is just trying to find situations, right, trying to have this injection of something else in her life, and then we are introduced to uh, Melanie. <laughs> and this opens up so much, right? At first, we, we see the situation and you're kind of wondering, okay, so how does this all fit together, right? How does it all fit together? And then it opens up and you kind of realise what's going on. Now, on top of all of this, we've also got this earthquake situation. Which, again, really gives you a, a glimpse to the indoctrination which old Dolio has gone through. Right? The, this... Like hogwash she's been fed all the way And you just, 
you feel like emotionally oh man it rips at you it does it really does or maybe that's just me <laughs> but yeah it's you know it's very sad right but it's not done in a way where it's just like you know sad music and do 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 no no little violin nothing like that but it's just like you know because there's not a real comprehension of the 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 fullness of what's being missed out on which then really you know i think that makes it even sadder Right, so yeah, you, you you have all of this, and as I said, look, you you get this feeling that Melanie is something else, right? But then it's this whole whole scene in the diner, right, with nails, that you then then get an inkling, right? You get an inkling of. The potential What could happen here And um Yeah You're you're just like Oh I wonder Right But if, if it does go in this direction It can't be In uh, You know This certain way It has to be handled Very well Right has to be handled very well Because You know what I mean That would just ruin everything And we do see that Right The way this storyline is Built upon It It really is something Right You know as You just have to say That July has done a Fantastic job Of Like weaving this together You know giving us This insight Into Like this young lady Right To See these Voids Your voids Of Like loneliness of tenderness, companionship, that she doesn't even fully realize are there and have them open up, right? Because, as I said, it all starts with the massage and we see that. And then throughout the film, like, you know, it's emphasized that, you know, touch. And like words of like words of care, words of love, they are just sorely missed. But they're not like she doesn't know how to respond to them all. And we see that change. And yeah, as I said, it, it's just handled superbly. Right, it really is, and everyone, like, we can't have a uh, loose will 
Yo, everyone has to be on point for this to work. Yo, everyone does. There's if someone just overplays or underplays their part, you're just like, ugh, what has happened there? You know, I'm I'm not sold on that. Like that's that reads false. But no one does. Right? No one does. It is superb. And you know, I think people might see Rodriguez, you know, as Jane the Virgin and kind of pigeonhole her into a certain role. But we see tremendous depth. Right? Because a lot of this film is body language. Right? It's just these slight tilts of the head. A slight turn of the body. Right? Just the posture. And, yeah, it's all there. It is all there to breathe life into this film. And it is spectacular. I loved this film. I really loved this film. And especially because it doesn't go saccharine. You know what I mean? It doesn't play for the easy, you know, easy applause, the cheap laughs. It it it, it hits you on that emotional level. Right? It it it's not conventional in any sense of the word. It's odd as fuck <laughs> It really is it's, it's quirky, it's weird And I think it doesn't also Give you everything Right, it doesn't show you Like Complete payoffs At moments where you're expecting them You know what I mean and so when the film ends and it ends on such a lovely little moment right you are just ah oh man it hits you it hits you in that squishy spot and uh yeah this film you should definitely see it you really should now i believe um, stateside, that it's gonna be, um, yeah, I think it's already played in the cinemas, and it's out on, uh, video on demand on the 16th of October, hmm, in the UK, whoo, I am not quite sure, uh, actually, it's out on the 9th, so, uh, yeah, Friday, people, you will be able to watch it and definitely go watch it. Definitely go watch it. Go enjoy enjoy it because I I really think this film will hold the test of time. This film, man, it it if you like stuff like oh. Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind. Um, ooh, like Station Agent. 
you know, Thingy uh, and the Real Girl, that kind of weird, quirky Ryan Gosling film with the blow-up doll. You know, if you like a quirky, weird, off-kilter kind of film Like a, you know, even something like Before Sunrise, Before Sunset It's that weird little indie film That punches well above its weight Right, it's something that will resonate with you And you kind of go to yourself Man, I wish there were more films like this You know what I mean? I wish studios would take that chance And make more stuff like this Rather than that low-hanging fruit Right? That's what this film is, people And I think it's going to warm your heart So go see Kajillionaire Because that's how you pronounce it Go see that Um, Because, yeah, you won't be let down Alright people, so that is us for another day And as I always say, remember check the BFI website You know what I mean, there's a lot of films playing There's talks, the whole shebang So um, don't miss out people The festival is running until the 18th So still plenty of time to see stuff Alright people, that's us We will catch you tomorrow. Peace.